The views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be construed as medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement, but as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Boom. Good afternoon, Patriots, and welcome back to another episode of Occam's Razor. Joining me today and every Tuesday, my good friend and co-host, Mr. Thomas Ulmer, the one and only host of True Reporting. Hope you guys are having a lovely day. We've got plenty to discuss Lots of interesting stuff going on in the news. But the top story of the day, as far as I'm concerned, is Governor Ron DeSantis and his decision to yet again expose the hypocrisy of the liberal left. Sanctuary cities, they say, only in name. When it comes down to actual practice, man, they don't like illegals. I think they like them even less than we do. But then again, they've never had to live with them. All right, do me a favor. Don't forget to like and share this broadcast on your favorite social media platforms. Shout out to everybody out there on Rumble and the Foxhole and Getter and all of the platforms. Yeah, exactly. Keen Lugan says, time to slap him in the face with the truth. I'm down. I'm down for it. All right, you guys, do me a favor. Sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and I have a very special message from the sponsor of this program. Now, please, without further ado, join me in welcoming my co-host for this and every Tuesday, Mr. Thomas Ulmer from True Reporting. Thomas, how are you today, buddy? Doing good, Zach. How are you doing? And everybody in the chat, what's going on? What's up? Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Tuesday. So how was your weekend, man? What'd you do this weekend? Uh, Girlfriend's in San Francisco. She's been there for six days. Um, Crazy story really quick because I know we got a lot to get into. Uh, Airbnb, she went with eight of her friends. Beautiful. She's sending me a whole bunch of pictures. Uh, And then the Airbnb and where that is is in a a neighborhood, a fairly nice neighborhood in a cul-de-sac. And if you look out the back door, you can see a small little uh, park out there. And it says that to be careful on a sign, be careful, vagrants are nearby. Uh, And if you look a little closer, all you see are tents. So right outside this very, very gated community, very nice, uh, you know, neighborhood in a cul-de-sac now, Zach, right behind there, you have vagrants adjacent to it. And it says, be careful. Um, but that's where she is. I'm waiting on her to get back. I'm going to pick her up from the airport today. She went to Alcatraz, said that was amazing. I don't know if you guys have ever been there, uh, but she said it was really cool in San Francisco. She said, wasn't that dirty, but she said there are like places where it is and gases. 649. She sent me a picture of it. Holy jeez. So, 649. 649. 
yeah. and needles lining the streets as well as yep. homeless people sleeping in tents. So yep. what's happening in San Francisco, Thomas, is indicative of why I think a lot of people in the conservative community are not in favor of this mass migration that we've been seeing all across the oh, world. Yeah. And, and just in the course of 2022 alone, we're not, not even through the year yet, and they've already stopped two million people from coming across the border. That's only the people they've caught. Think about how many illegals have made it across the border. And we're talking about not just people who are coming to look for work, not just people who think it's a good idea to come suck off the teat of Lady Lady Liberty at the behest of the Democrats, getting free health care, getting bridge cards, uh, getting free rent, room and board, getting shipped all across the nation to Republican strongholds so that the Democrats can weaken the voting base. We also have people who come exclusively to deal drugs. We have people who come exclusively to traffic in children and to traffic in women, to traffic in little boys and little girls, the the depraved elements of society that we don't want here, not because they have brown skin, not because they're from another country, but because they're illegal. We have laws in this nation, and there is one reason and one reason only that you have laws, and that's to maintain order. And it's clear that the Democrats don't want to maintain order until it comes to their own liberal enclaves, their own little uh, home away from home, their beach homes in uh, Martha's Vineyard, their beach homes in Delaware, their beach homes on the Jersey Shore. They don't want the illegals coming there and pooping on their porch, but they're happy to send the illegals who don't know how to use toilets into a Republican-run city, dropping them off, and then calling us heartless when we don't want those people there. This is why I was so excited last week when we got word that Governor DeSantis and Greg Abbott continuing from Texas to send these illegal aliens into states that are run by Democrats. Now, I think one part of this argument that people forgot, because a lot of people were pissed off about this, Thomas, you know, and I get it. All right. We don't want illegals here. Ideally, we would just ship them back to their home country. All right. But it's the federal government that handles immigration. It's the federal government that handles deportation. Um, you know, I don't know what the laws are. Is it legal, Thomas, do you think, for the governor of a state to create some type of uh, housing camp and move all of the illegals into it? And then even if they did that, where's the money going to come from? You know, who's going to feed those people? Who's going to clothe them? Who's going to put that roof over their head? Who's going to staff it? You know, I mean, there's a lot of problems that come along with this, and there are no easy answers. Well, I'm sorry. There is one easy answer. Guard the freaking border. Stop these people from coming across. Stop inviting them to come here to America. And if you are one of those people who's inviting them to come to America, then, Thomas, I think it's only right that these people should accept them into their communities. Watching the the, the, the director of the homeless shelter in Martha's Vineyard, like screaming and crying last week, saying that there was no room for people, that they had a housing crisis, which is such garbage, total garbage. I think like they have 50 percent more vacation homes in Martha's Vineyard than they do anywhere else in the United States. The only reason they didn't want those people there is because this is where the rich and powerful and the elites of the Democrat Party go to socialize and to go spend their summer vacations. They don't want plebs there. They don't want illegals there. They don't want the drugs and the poop and, and and the trash clogging up their streets. They're happy to let that happen to places like Florida. Keep them in Florida, they say. Don't send them to Martha's Vineyard. Uh, this is what I love about the plan that they are do- that uh, they are enacting right now. Greg Abbott and Ron DeSantis. It perfectly shines a light 
on the hypocrisy of the Democrats and their agenda. And it shows what they really care about. This is not a human rights issue. This is a political ploy that they've been using to try to hoodwink the majority of Americans. Okay, the average everyday Democrat probably would allow for a homeless person or to allow for an alien to move into their front yard. I mean, take a look at Portland. Okay, take a look at San Francisco. Those people are all over the place and they're not booting them out. All right, they're letting them stay. They got sanctuary cities. It's only when it comes down to the richest and most powerful elements of the Democrat Party, the ones who set the agenda for those rank and file Democrats and who tell them that it's virtuous to accept all of these illegals. I love that their hypocrisy is being called out. Exactly, man. I believe that this whole operation, which finally, even though it's a troll, and it's a beautiful troll at that from Greg Abbott and DeSantis. I think the whole operation cost about $12 million. Good. I'm glad. I hope it, I hope it costs more. I don't mind it. This is fantastic. It's about time. I said this on my podcast. May have ruffled a bunch of feathers. But, you know, for the past 60 years, Republicans and conservatives have been pansies. We've been complicit or not complicit, but complacent. We're not we're not stepping up and playing hardball. We're not down in the mud and the muck with these Democrats. And we finally did it. So hat tip to Greg mm-hmm. Abbott and also uh, DeSantis. Mm-hmm. I want to say you bring up when it comes to these illegals coming in. Do you know, Zach, how much does it cost? How much it costs American taxpayers for all of the illegals that are coming in to America? The number is astounding. I found it out today. I would love to hear it. No, I'm not aware. $216 billion a year oh my God. for illegals to, to stay rampant. In America, coming in over the border. What year is that figure based on? 2019. 18. 2018. And think about how much worse. That was during the Trump era. That was during yes. the that was during the best years of the Trump era. Right. When when, when uh, illegal illegal immigration was at an all time low. Think about it now. We're talking about factors of ten or more the illegals Correct. that have come here and that are pouring in. So we're probably looking at maybe something like two point two trillion dollars. In terms of uh, cost to the American people. Oh, yeah. Your money, my money, just like you were saying earlier, I pointed at you and me and everyone in this chat. How much is this costing us when they have to set up these food shelters, you know, the transportation to get them out of there? Uh, that's that's all on us, everybody. That's your money. That's when you go to work from nine to five. That's your tax money going to it. So, mm-hmm. you know, and again, their hypocrisy knows no bounds, Zach. I mean, these people are and I, t- I say this a lot, too. The worst qualities in people is arrogancy, uh, know-it-alls, people that they just don't care. They're just – they think that they are – entitlement. Entitlement is another one. That's what these people are really doing, and that's showing their true colors. Absolutely. nothing worse. And you know who's doing this? It's not a black lady. It's not a Hispanic lady. It's white women. White liberal women are the problem of all of this. I I totally agree. Totally agree. Now, now somebody in the chat says, stop calling them elites. I want you to know – I don't call them elites uh, to like laud them or to give them some type of a compliment. I use it in a condescending and derisive manner. Okay, elites are people who consider themselves to be of superior intellect, people who consider themselves to be above the plebs. Okay, Mm, Uh, yes, yes, yes. So I, I use it to make fun of them because there is nothing truly elite about them. These people call themselves the elites. Remember, wasn't it the World Economic Forum when they were talking? Like, you know, we, the elites, need to set the agenda, you know? Like, okay, you know, guess what? The plebs are setting the agenda. I'm totally fine with that. So uh, here's the thing. 
is what, what Thomas just said there. They have no humility. All right. I would never call us elites, even though I think we are better than these evil, dogmatic authoritarians that we're fighting against. All right. But I would never identify us as elites. Um, these people, however, consider themselves to be better than the rest of us. And right now we're t- we're turning the tables on them. We're flipping the script and we're the ones that are setting the agenda. So we're going to send all those illegals to the areas that you people try to keep pristine and to keep risen above the plebs with your white picket fences and your giant security gates and your private security while you want to defund the police and you want to take our guns. We're not going to let it happen. All right. I'm showing them that there's nothing elite about what they're doing. And so make no mistake. When I call them elites, I'm making fun of them. Oh, dude. Yeah. I mean, I think we're all on the same page when it comes to that. I get that, too. Why do you call them elites? Like, I just kind of stopped doing that because of people getting, you know, frustrated with it all. But, yeah, it's right. It's exactly how they look at each other. And they look at us as less than dirt. Think about this. Remember when everything was going on with COVID and then everybody was locked down and everybody was really struggling and small businesses were closing. And then you had Nancy Pelosi eating out of her $80,000 refrigerator full of ice cream. And that's all that she would talk about. That's the elitism. Yes. That's talking about. That is a reference to it. Completely disconnected from reality. Their lives based in hypocrisy, okay? Stepping out in front of the cameras, uh, speaking about certain political points and using them to uh, uh, run the, the pressures of Americans to kind of turn us and twist us in certain ways. But here's the thing. The mask is off. We see you, okay? We know exactly who you are. We know exactly what you represent. And so the idea of them being Halits is hypocritical in and of itself because the only reason they have any power is because they're part of a criminal cartel an organized criminal organization that runs on drugs power uh child trafficking human trafficking uh you name it every type of criminal enterprise and these people are involved in it and in my opinion there's no reason they shouldn't also be involved in the criminal enterprise of housing illegal aliens they have created themselves as sanctuary cities You know, I think that the idea of calling it a sanctuary city is is ridiculous in and of itself. But that's the title they've given it. So give sanctuary to the people that you have invited to this nation. Allow them to come and sleep in your bed. Allow them to come and rest in your backyard. Kamala Harris, Nancy Pelosi, uh, Joe Biden, anybody else who has a home. Hey, who's this guy? I haven't seen this guy before. Yeah, this is my girlfriend's dog, Yosh. He is Yosh. freaking out. Yeah, because uh, Andrea is not here. So he's Aww. being funny right now. So I need to hold him for a second. Yosh, what kind of dog Don't... is he, dude? I can only see his eyes. Oh, yeah. He's a uh... <laughs> he's a cutie. He's a cutie. He's a... Good boy, Yosh. Yeah. Good he's boy, like, Yosh. Uh, what is he? He's like uh, Shih Tzu and uh, uh, Chihuahua. He's a, he's a really good dog, but he's kind of freaking out right now. So he, he looks like a good dog. All right. Yeah. So sorry so about the, that. Sorry. No, you're okay. You're okay. So the reason we're talking about this, you know, like we said, we had the uh, the illegals getting sent to Martha's Vineyard. We had the illegals getting sent uh, to the other uh, havens of the elite. Well, now Governor DeSantis strikes again. Gotta say, I think this is a brilliant move because they're already here. I don't want to leave them down here in Florida. They have to go someplace. <laughs> 
And, uh, and and if they're going to be a drain on the taxpayers, I think they should be a drain on the wealthiest of Americans, the ones who have invited them here. Uh, so it looks like either Georgetown or Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. So Joe Biden's backyard or Barack <laughs> Obama's backyard. Take your pick. Take your pick, guys. You can take them. There's also this crazy thing going on right now. Some moron, some sheriff down in Texas is now investigating Governor DeSantis uh, for shipping those illegals from Florida up to Delaware and and up to uh, Georgetown, Martha's Vineyard area. Um, So this guy's obviously a Democrat. All right. If he was if he was a true law supporting sheriff. Okay, and then at that point, you know, should we even be calling him a sheriff? We we can't get into the weeds on this stuff. But if he was truly upholding the law, then why wouldn't he be investigating the people that are breaking the laws down there in Texas? Okay, first of all, buddy, you're not even in Florida. All right. So why are you worrying about Florida? Why are you worrying about Governor DeSantis? If you're truly worried about this stuff, then, you know, open up investigation into Greg Abbott. But it's just as stupid. It's just as moronic for him to go ahead and do either of those things. Uh, so this sheriff is now investigating Governor DeSantis, uh, trying, uh, I don't even know what he's hes charging him with or what he thinks that he's guilty of. But, you know, the illegals that got shipped to uh, Martha's Vineyard the other day, uh, the people of Martha's Vineyard, you know, they were angry. They, they were up in arms about this. And they're like, oh, we can't house them. We have a housing crisis, even though they got a bunch of empty hotels and a bunch of empty beach houses. And... Um, and then they shipped them off. They sent them someplace else, and they, like, cheered and kissed them and gave them hugs and stuff. And they said that uh, the illegals had been tricked by Ron DeSantis. Uh, so uh, so he tricked them uh, from leaving the beaches of Florida to the palatial estates of Martha's Vineyard. Uh, I don't think that that's, uh, that that's too dastardly of a deed. And uh, I guess Ron DeSantis did an interview, too, where he said, I didn't trick anybody. You know, they were happy to go up there. You know, we told them it was the sanctuary city and they were like, oh, yeah, yeah adios mio. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get yeah, up dude. there. Let's get up there. <laughs> yeah, dude. So I think they're coming at him with kidnapping and something insane oh, like that. St- but, oh, my God. Know, uh, but the biggest thing is, is like when you think everyone in this chat, when you think in you, Zach, if you think about law enforcement, you think about. Pro guns, you know, pro America, you know, protection of the best. Um, the cops like this, sheriffs like this do exist. These are the ones that you see in liberal states that will come for your guns, yeah, that yep. you cannot trust. These are the ones that believe that, listen, you know, we they're kind of above the law. All that this is, what this reminds me of is pure politic- politicization. I said that wrong again, just like Miralago. It's the same thing because all they're just showing you it's it's just propaganda, putting that sheriff on television, talking about what DeSantis has done, you know, trying to flip the script. It's the same thing that they did with the FBI and the DOJ at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. All this is is politicization <laughs> of a governor and law enforcement and immigrants. That's all that was. You think you, you can't trust all law enforcement. I'm sorry. This guy would come for your guns in a heartbeat, folks. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is this is the thing that is really tough about this, because I know we've got people in the audience who are like, you know, back the blue, thin blue line, 100 percent behind uh, all all law enforcement, you know. But then we've got people who are like, I've had bad experience with cops. And so I don't trust the cops. I think a lot of us have had good and bad experiences with people who are in a position of authority. All right. And to me, it's not a problem with cops. It's it's a problem with psychopaths who get into a position of authority so that they can use it and abuse it. We see it in politics every single day. Uh, we see it in the, the business and banking world. I mean, it's ubiquitous. 
Okay, psychopaths are going to become bosses because they like to uh, turn the thumb screws on the people below them in the same way that pedophiles are going to become teachers. Take a look at TikTok. It's all over the place. You know, these people do what they do so that they can take advantage of whatever kink or whatever type of illegal fetish they have. Uh, Freight Awakening over on Rumble says commie Texas sheriff already came out and said DeSantis broke no laws. It was just in bad taste. Well, that doesn't stop uh, outlets like MSN or Yahoo or what I got pulled up here, the Kansas City Star, for saying that busing refugees to another state promotes human trafficking. Once again, again, propaganda. Once again, propaganda. Once again, the hypocrisy on display with is dripping from their mouths. They open yes. their mouths and the hypocrisy comes pouring out like honey. Okay, human trafficking is what the Democrats and the Biden regime are allowing to happen at the southern border. That's human trafficking. Supporting human trafficking, promoting human trafficking is the practice of not completing a big, beautiful border wall. The practice of supporting human trafficking is getting rid of your border agents or telling them that they can't round up illegals because they might look like slave drivers on horseback. The the problem is the Biden regime and the Democrat agenda that is bringing these people here, telling them that they're going to get free room and board, free food, free medical care. Meanwhile, we've got people who are homeless, homeless vets not getting the care that they need. It's disgusting. Okay, these people make me sick. These people are the worst dregs of humanity. And this is why we have to point it out, Thomas. We have to put this firmly on the center stage with a spotlight shining directly on it. Dude, again, you said it before. People see through this. This is nothing more than than just, again, it's just putting it out there to shine a light on how, I don't know, like these people are, again, They've distanced themselves so far away from normal humanity that they don't know how to act. And when this stuff arrives in their backyard, it makes them look like the people that they should be. This is a chess match, man. And we just won on this on this level right here. It was awesome to see. And, you know, Republicans all alike are laughing in the faces of these people. Mm. And it's a beautiful thing to watch, man. I love it. Every second of it. I hope I hope they continue more states to do this. Let's just keep doing it. It doesn't cost as much. It's like twelve million dollars. That's literally nothing when it comes to taxpayer dollars. Keep doing it. Keep the trolling going. They can't do anything about it. Um, so I uh, I wanted to uh, mention another major talking point of the left, you know, that aspect of grooming children. Uh, you know, they have, you know, they have the immigration agenda, which is the human trafficking illegal agenda. Uh, yep. They have they have the grooming of children agenda, which they're doing through schools and through these uh, drag queen story time hours. And then they have the jab agenda. And it's great when you have a nexus of uh, of several of them that come together, um, you know, sudden adult death syndrome, the the uh, syndrome of people dropping dead from the jab. Uh, that's not just happening here in America. All right. Uh, I was watching a, a a video of a doctor talking about this the other day, and excess deaths are up something like twenty percent across the board all around the world. It might even be higher Fair than that. I'm, I'm guesstimating here, uh, but these are not COVID related deaths. And although it might be some person died of a heart attack or another person died of cancer, that's only the end cause of their death. It says nothing about what got them to that point. 
And when we can look at children, uh, teenagers, young people, young adults that are keeping, uh, you know, that just keep dying, just keep dropping dead, you know, died mysteriously in their sleep. 21-year-old with a brain hemorrhage, 22-year-old with a paralyzed face, 23-year-old with blood clots riddled throughout their entire body. Uh, You know it's from the jab. Well, here I have a story for you, which brings together the Drag Queen Story Hour and, most likely, a jab death. Right here on screen, this is Valencia Prime. This is a drag queen uh, who was a drag queen story hour person. Uh, She died on stage at the Taboo Lounge, okay? 25 years old. 25-year-old drag queen. Now, this this drag queen was pro-vax, okay? Uh, definitely one of those people, one of those liberals, the Twitter liberals out there, you know, fully vaxxed and boosted. And, you know, Republicans are killing your parents because they're not getting jabbed. Uh, And so, you know, she he died on stage uh, in the midst of a performance. And it was from cardiovascular issues. And I just my question is, Thomas, when are people going to start realizing when are they going to start making that correlation? You know, and I wonder how many are. I mean, obviously, we out here in the conservative community, we see what's happening. It's very simple. All right. Correlation is not necessarily causation, but we have an overwhelming number of correlated facts. We have liberals of all stripes and even there are even conservatives out there who have dropped dead as well. You know, people who were felt they they were forced into taking the jab, people working in a variety of industries. Okay, we have people who took the jab. We have people who were very vocal about taking the jab. And then we have people in that same group who are also dropping dead of unknown causes, generally speaking, cardiovascular causes. And if they don't drop dead, then they are disabled for life and they can't keep doing what they were doing. Uh, So, you know, I'm just I'm wondering, you know, when are people going to start making this correlation? She said, well, Valencia Prime, I keep wanting to say she because I look at the picture and I see this makeup and the long hair. If you're refusing to get vaccinated or to even wearing a mask, then you've lost the right to complain about the covid. Sounds like she might be an immigrant, too, because uh, it doesn't seem like uh, first uh, English as a first language. Your refusal is just fuel being added to the virus. Valencia Prime, outspoken supporter of the COVID jab, leading to an untimely death. Well, I mean, Zach, if we heard our great president, uh, Joe Biden, say the pandemic's over. So um, I don't know why everyone's still getting jabbed and everything like that. But this is a this is a world colliding event where you have this tranny and then you have this person dying of, you know, you know, vax problems, whatever, whatever happened uh, to her which is what I think she did, and I'm on the same page with you. Um, but again, this is um, – I, I think more and more people, when you say how long is it going to take for people to start realizing this, I think this is going to be really soon, man. And I think we're just seeing the start of it. I think we're all – we can all say we're on the same page with that where we're seeing too much of this. And the only reason that other people aren't picking up on this is because the news is scared to cover it. They will not be covering something like this. They don't cover these athletes dying on soccer fields, football fields, young adults, young college athletes just dropping dead. They don't cover this. But if they did, more and more people would probably be terrified. I know I would be terrified. I'm terrified of my parents, my family, my friends who are vaxxed, who were force vaxxed uh, to, to keep their good jobs. And, uh, you know, again, this is – I'm proud to be a pure blood, but I'm also sad 
for for even this person. I mean, it sucks that she's a tranny doing the story time thing, but I don't want to see anybody, you know, die because of this in their no. 20s and 30s, bro. Like, it's a sick, sad thing that we're, we're going to be seeing, and I think it's going to ramp up a lot. I don't know when. But it's going to happen, bro, if it's already happening now. It's, tr- it's going to be I, really bad. I absolutely agree. Jim Kyle out there on Rumble says, is Soros a large company or just one sicko? Well, I mean, he's essentially a large company because he is one sicko with a lot of money who has yeah. a lot of controlling interests in uh, propagandization and these organizations that put out bad information. Did a, uh, a long video yesterday about PSYOPs taking place in America, across the world, uh, included that video of that TikToker who received a request to create a video uh, producing propaganda against President Trump in January 6th. Uh, also, uh, MPG Stewart, thank you. Dr. John Campbell, that was it. 50,000 excess deaths in the EU in July 2022, 16% increase on a rolling five-year average. That is a staggering number of people who most likely would not have died had they not taken the COVID jab. And uh, Thomas is right. It's a very sad thing. I don't want anybody to die. And I also want to be very clear, you know, people... Uh, men who want to dress up as women, women who want to dress up as men. I, personally, I could really care less because it has nothing to right. do with me. It's what people feel comfortable in their own skin. They want to make themselves feel good. As long as you're not infringing on my rights, as long as you're not grooming my children, then I'm perfectly happy with it. And, uh, you know, one of those groups that is made up of gay people that are against these practices is gays against groomers. We've talked about them before. Well, you know, as we've always said, when you step out of line, it doesn't matter if you're a protected class like the gays and gays against groomers. Uh, It doesn't matter if you're a black person, uh, but you happen to dislike BLM or disagree with their dishonest practices or their habit of stealing money from the community. If you speak out against these groups, then you are suddenly persona non grata and they kick you out, they get rid of you, and you are no longer part of that protected class uh, uh, uh brendan straka gay dude okay started walk away all right he did great work he's done great things they persecuted him relentlessly for january 6th they definitely canceled him here we have gays against groomers now getting deplatformed from paypal and venmo what are they saying thomas what are they saying that is so controversial what are they doing outside of the guidelines of paypal and venmo all they're doing is saying we don't support the grooming of children We don't want drag queens over-sexualized coming into the schools and the libraries, reading books to kids, okay, grooming them into becoming who they are, okay? People should grow up without the pressure of that stuff on the outside. We don't want kids at the Pride events where dudes are dressed like dogs wearing leather collars. Uh, We don't want little kids in strip clubs with, uh, uh, you know, people with top surgery walking around without shirts on. I mean, it's absolutely reprehensible behavior. And we wonder why the next generation of Americans is as messed up as they are. They destroyed education. They groomed them into becoming some quasi gender fluid, I don't know, total nutcase. I saw this really scary uh, video last night. It was about a 19 year old pimp and his two 18 year old hookers. Okay. Uh, I don't know what else to call them, but you know, they, they they were just thinking it was like the coolest thing in the world. Like it's a great uh, or it's a it's a great arrangement. We can do whatever we want. We just sell our bodies. We get paid for it. He keeps us safe and we get to do as many drugs and, you know, smoke all the crystal meth we can get. 
And, uh, you know, I, I can't even imagine somebody looking at their life and saying, you know what I really want for myself, Thomas? As soon as I turn 18, I want to move out on the streets and I want to sell my body for rocks. That just does not sound like something that anybody would want to aspire to. But that's the world that the Democrats and the left have created. They have groomed these children. They have destroyed their minds. They have taken away any opportunity they had to better themselves or to learn anything in school. And they've taught them that the only way you can be worth something, the best thing you can aspire to is to sell your body. Have some respect. Have some respect for yourself. Have some respect for the future generations. You know, is that what we want for these kids? That's not what I want for these kids. Jim Kyle says, why haven't the Jews taken him out yet? He was a rat during the Holocaust. Um, I think probably because he was a kid and he wasn't actually charged with any war crimes. Um, You know, Mossad uh, has typically gone after Nazis that were actually accused of war crimes. I, I, I don't know if he is allowed in Israel But, um, you know, at this point, George Soros has so much money, uh, you know, I don't know what's going to happen when he finally kicks the bucket. You know, I mean, uh, that's going to be a a major standoff. People are going to want that skrill. Uh, Certainly his kids are going to be going after it. And uh, he's propping up a lot of uh, operations all around the world, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, I want to go back to what you were talking about. Please, go ahead. With the the grooming and everything like that. When when there's coming a time. Where I, I've seen a couple interviews on TikTok and elsewhere where people that are bi, that are gay, that are lesbian, whatever, they are now being called homophobic, transphobic because they don't want that trans stuff interfering with them. They're actually embarrassed of it. They're embarrassed of that. And again, I have gay friends. I have two gay conservative friends. I do have a friend that is a lesbian as well. They are fantastic people. All three are conservatives. And they are extremely embarrassed of that stuff. They don't want any ties to that. But here's the kicker. This reminds me when all when everyone started getting kicked off everything, who was being kicked off? People who were about putting out Q information, talking about QAnon, whatever. We were the ones that were blacklisted from everything. I can't get on Venmo. I can't get on Cash App. I can't get on anything. I have to use my girlfriends. So now if you start going against transphobia, if you were acting transphobic, now you're blacklisted. What are they trying to do? The problem is also the grooming, but it's also big tech. These people have an agenda, and the agenda is to destroy multiple generations. It, it only takes one generation to collapse the whole thing, yeah. to break it all <clears throat> down. And that's what they're going for, bro. And uh, we're just seeing the beginning of this, too. This is This has to stop, man. Because if they're teaching this stuff with the, with the pedophilia, there's no end to it. If no one's there to stop them, if big tech is for this, if schools are for this, then it's not going to go anywhere. Somebody's got to stop it. I don't yeah. know how that happens, but there's going to have to be laws put up. I don't know how we got to this point, bro. It's just like we just they worm their way in these demons. Well, let me let how me do go- you stop it. Let me go back to what I believe is the ultimate entry point for all of this behavior, okay? When they removed God from the equation, when they removed morality, when they removed the family, that's when things really started to take a turn for the worse, okay? And we know these people are demonic. We know that they, you know, they they preach to be uh, atheists, you know, God is their tech, their technology is God, rather. 
uh, yes. and, uh, and, and they have no morality. You know, it's what is good for them at the moment. And I, I, I've talked about this a number of times. One of the reasons that they have no morality is because the only thing that matters is the material. It's what's in front of them right now. It's the fact that there is nothing for them when they get to the end of their life. Okay, that's it. Okay, once you're dead, you're gone to them. They don't believe in an afterlife. They don't believe in God. They don't believe they have anything to answer to. And so in order to convert people over to their line of thinking, the removal of God, the removal of faith, and the destruction of the family was the very first thing that had to go. And you can go back and you can look. They took that out of the classroom. They took out the ability for people to be able to have any faith. Okay, and now we've gotten to this point. And the next thing that they're trying to remove is the United States of America. They're trying to remove patriotism because if children don't have at least that foundation, then they're not even going to care about where they're from. They're not going to care about the consequences of what's going to happen to their nation. The only thing they're going to care about is making sure that they get that money. And if the only way you can get that money is to resort to depraved behavior like this, then that's where you're at. Okay. Uh, it is, it's absolutely scary. I, I truly believe that the way we start to undo some of this stuff is for America to go back to God, for America to develop faith once again. All right. And I feel like we have a really firm foundation of that here in the Patriot movement. Um, and I think that perhaps these people are going to find themselves uh, being forced to come back to God, being forced to look outside themselves, because at a certain point, they are going to be looking for answers. They're going to learn the true evil of what's been happening behind the scenes and who these people truly are that they've been worshiping, the people that they've been looking up to, the people that they have been seeking for direction. All right. You know, it's it's easy when you've got faith. It's it's easy when you know what's happening, when you know what's coming, when you know that you've got somebody or something, a higher power to answer to. If you've got nothing, then it doesn't matter who you are, what you do, or what behavior you engage in. And uh, I think these people are going to be forced to realize uh, what's been happening to them before too long. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, but uh, the laws need to be instated that we cannot be teaching this in schools because a lot of parents out there, especially in this day and time, they can't afford to homeschool. Mm -hmm. They can't afford to bring their kids out of this indoctrination. So laws have to be put into place. And the Democrats, while they're in charge, that is never, ever going to happen. Um, we're going to have to, again, I mean, we've talked about this before. There's going to be many a thing. If we want to move into the right direction, we're going to have to break down everything down to the foundation and build it back up correctly so that we are teaching our kids the correct ways. It all started. I remember back, you know, I could go up to a high school right now and be like, you know, we used to pray in high school. You know, we used to say the pledge of allegiance. They'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? We don't do that anymore. Why would we ever do that? That's going to offend somebody like you're right, dude. This really started with the breaking up of the nuclear family, breaking up of prayer. A lot of this was taking place in like the the 80s as well when they were trying to get rid of uh, like Christianity. Mm -hmm. They were talking about this a lot. If you watch old shows like comet comedies and stuff like that, stand up comedy. Um, you would see that everyone, the only religion that was ever made fun of and still is today is Christianity. Why mm -hmm. is that? Think about that, folks. Why do they all – why does TV Hollywood always make fun of Christianity? We're always the butt of the joke. There's a reason for that, and well, we got to get rid of that. 
It's because Christianity was the uh, largest religion on planet Earth. Okay, more people identified as Christians than anything else. And so they had to put a chink in that armor and to create some sort of animosity and and, uh, and the destruction of that. You know, I mean, uh, I, there were a lot of people out there who, back in the day, suffered through difficult marriages because getting divorced was just against their religion, okay? You didn't do it because God was going to be mad at you, all right? And that might have been the wrong way to go about keeping people in healthy relationships, but it kept a family together. And I think a family that stays together is better than a family that is forced to break apart, you know? I'm a child of divorce myself. My daughter is a child of divorce, okay? And I know the people that I knew growing up that had parents who stayed together, that had a stable home with two parents, you know, I mean, they were much better off for it. And uh, the most of the people who I knew who had parents who stayed together had a strong religious foundation. You know, they had strong faith in God and, uh, and it allowed them to overcome a lot of the things that were being thrown at them by society. But again, all of that was by design. Now, the next phase in this, the destruction of our nation, uh, can only be possible if they destroy the patriots who are supporting it. And we see this right now, Thomas, uh, with well, Joe Biden's I angry speech, uh, with the rhetoric being thrown against Republicans, being thrown against patriots. Uh, we're being compared to domestic terrorists. Uh, we're being uh, compared to people who would do horrible, despicable things. That's not us. That's not me. That's not you. That's not anybody here in this audience. But you know what? As a result of that rhetoric, they have dehumanized white Americans. They have dehumanized patriotic Americans, people who do love their families, who love their country, and who want to serve their nation. And we've got situations like this that show up in uh, North Dakota. This guy you're seeing on screen, screen right now, he's a 41-year-old man named Shannon Brandt. He drove over an 18-year-old kid on Sunday night, struck and killed him with his vehicle because the teen held extremist Republican views. Uh, now, what do you want to bet? The most extreme thing this kid ever did was say, make America great again, or wear a shirt emblazoned with Donald Trump's name. Uh, he called 911 after fleeing the accident, telling the dispatcher that Ellingson was part of a Republican extremist group. This is the same thing that is being said by the Democrats, by the DHS, by the FBI, by the DOJ. Big tech is amplifying this. This is what happens when you try to turn one group against another. You know, nobody in the Republican Party is saying, you know, go out and gun down Democrats. You know, that's absolutely insane. We would never think to do that. But we're not brainwashed. OK, and we have a foundation in our morality. So we know what should and should not be done. I'm going to protect myself. OK, but I'm not going to go out and pick a fight with some dude in a car because he's he's hmm. angry that I'm wearing a Trump shirt. You know, and I don't think this kid did anything wrong. I think that he just drove over him. And then he felt bad, and he maybe he felt bad, but maybe he, he I don't know, he just felt like he, he should call the cops. I don't know. But this happened on uh, early Sunday morning. Uh, prosecutors allege moments before he was killed, 18-year-old Kaylor Ellison called his mom to come rescue him because 41-year-old Shannon Brandt was chasing him in the city of McHenry, where a street dance had just wrapped up. He didn't just drive over this kid. He pursued him in a premeditated act of murder and drove this kid down. He's only been charged with vehicular homicide, but I hope this guy gets charged with first-degree murder. Oh, my God, yeah. It, I mean, it, this is 
do these leftists and and be careful out there, guys. Everybody, even you know, when I lived in Greenville, it was a smaller city, but there it was populated. There were people there, and it's fairly liberal. I had never felt more uncomfortable walking through a crowd of them. You know, if, if I had, if even if you look like you're a well put together white guy, you you're at at you know at risk of getting bike locked or anything or getting jumped skate you know skateboard back across the back of your head that's a real thing i always keep my head on a swivel when it comes to stuff like this these people just like zach was saying these people are 100 drones at this point mm-hmm. they are a, a cult they're in a cult unknowingly and that's what makes them very dangerous they're not thinking on their own they're thinking out of hate they're thinking out of hostility. They're thinking out of what they were told to do that day. And they're all they're doing is looking at that talk box that's over there on their wall. And they're taking everything in because they're not allowed. They're not able to think on their own. Again, drones, be careful. Walk with your head on a swivel when you go out and you see a group of these people. It's very dangerous, folks. Dangerous times, Zach. Uh, no, absolutely dangerous. Here we have a popular uh, documentary filmmaker Ken Burns, uh, he created this uh, this photo effect of, of zooming in on it slowly. He is putting out this new documentary, and he just gave an interview on MSNBC, and he compared MAGA to Hitler. Once again, this is this false equivocation. Propaganda. Absolutely. But here, the thing is that everybody that's watching MSNBC is sitting at home seething believing that the MAGA populist movement is equivalent yeah. to national socialism. Couldn't be farther from the truth. What do you want to bet that guy Shannon uh, in uh, in North Dakota was a viewer of MSNBC, probably a big fan of Joy Reid, probably a big fan of uh, Don Lemon, perhaps. Well, there we go. That's, that's actually one thing we can score a win on, Thomas, because I didn't get a chance to talk about this yet, but Don Lemon has had his show canceled at CNN. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Donald Trump says a small step for television, (laughs) a giant step for mankind. Don Lemon, often called the dumbest man on television for having made even LeBron James look smart during their interview two years ago, has been fired from his primetime evening spot on CNN. Extremely low ratings. And will be thrown into the Death Valley morning show. I assume this means a big salary cut to this complete and total failure. Firing from ratings challenged, to put it mildly, CNN. Good luck, Don. You'll need it. MAGA! <laughs> I absolutely uh, love it. He doesn't uh. stop, man. I, 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 that's why I miss the Twitter days. Because we only get to see that. Yeah. But yeah. all the left got to see that back in the day when he would just drop bombs of just being an asshole. I love it, dude. I, I, I want him to do this every day. There was nothing better than waking up that a morning and then seeing what President Trump dropped down and just seeing the insanity of it all. And yeah. in insanity, I mean, it's hilarious. I love it because it's truthful and he just knows how to just, you know, get the knife and just twist it. I love it. Yeah. So uh, so 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 Don Lemon is moving from like 6, 7 p.m. at night. I don't know what time his show is prime on, but it's, it's prime time uh, to what? Five in the morning. Uh, if if he had low ratings at six or seven o'clock at night, when, you know, people that even watch CNN are are getting home from work and they're just turning the boob tube on while they're making dinner or, you know, eating McDonald's or whatever, you know, now he's going to be on at 5 a.m. when like just about everybody is either in bed or taking a shower. Uh, listen to this. This is Don. This is a clip from Don announcing it. Uh, he says, it's not a demotion. It's not a demotion. He was given an opportunity 
Oh, oh gosh. Uh, hey, Don, we have a big opportunity for you. You're, instead of having to get ready for work at 4 p.m. every day, how would you like to get ready for work at like 2 or 3 in the morning? Take a listen. I was presented with an opportunity that I and can't pass up at playing? this network. And we have a. Hang on, let me pull it up here. Opportunity that I can't no pass audio. up at this network. And we have a oh, new boss who um, is a morning show impresario. And he wants a morning show that, that will kick off the editorial direction of the network every single day. Well, I can't hear it, guys, so I'm not too certain whether or not you're. Uh... Don still has his Amazon gig. What is Don? Does Don have a job at Amazon? Are you talking? Are you talking about Lord of the Rings, the the <laughs> the Rings of Power? That dude that looks like Don Lemon. That's funny. Nobody watches that show either. Oh God! Well, this is a major demotion. So listen to this. We, we we lost Brian Stelter. You know, God rest his soul. Rest in peace, Brian Stelter. Where is he? He's gonna he's gonna be working with Jeffrey Tubin or something. Um, now we lost Don Lemon. Uh, what we got Anderson Cooper. I mean, that's it. That, those are the, those are the big three on the network. And then, you know, that's it. If those three dudes can't pull ratings, then nobody's going to be pulling ratings there. Okay. You guys could hear it. I don't know why I can't hear it. Anyways, here we go. Uh, so I like to see this. I, I'm, I'm very excited, uh, about the way things are going pretty soon. Thomas, uh, there isn't going to be this left wing dangerous rhetoric that's uh, being spoken on television because, you know, it's again, you know, go woke or get woke, go broke. You know, these people have pushed themselves to the brink because you're right. So many Americans have woken up. They understand what's going on and they're just not paying attention to that because they are paying attention to the fact that the election was stolen in 2020. They're paying attention to the fact that their kids are being groomed. They're paying attention to the fact that the government is attacking them. And they know that they have to get involved if we're going to change that. So here we go. We are moving into a new era. G-Funk, step to this idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. So uh, you want I me didn't to even... comment? Okay. <laughs> didn't no, go ahead. Go ahead. You just say whatever you no. want. So, um, okay. So uh, uh, <laughs> did you hear that there was somebody, uh, an inmate in North Carolina that submitted falsified documents to the DOJ and it, they were like accepted into the uh, the case against Donald Trump. And uh, and then they I guess Donald no. Trump proved that these documents were fake and they were forced to uh, withdraw them. This is an insane story to me that anybody could do this. I mean, it goes to show the absolute dumpster fire that is the regime that's in Washington, D.C. right now. The fact that they could be tricked in such a manner uh, into accepting these documents there. The other cool thing is, and John Radcliffe made this point over the weekend, I'm Maria Bartiromo. Um, so everything that President Trump declassified in regards to Spygate has been debunked as being fake. None Correct. of it was real. There was no plot, okay? There really were no sources and methods. It was always just a, a series of covering your ass uh, and a series of, uh, you, you know, fake plots to destroy President Trump. So President Trump declassified all that stuff. They're now saying that it was still classified, and that's why they seized it from his house. But even if it was classified still, it was all fake. So what were they protecting? They were protecting this plot to destroy the president. That's the only thing that they're protecting. That's the only thing they're talking about. And so it, 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 at the end of the day, it's a giant nothing burger. 
to quote Van Jones. You know, I mean, like it, it's nothing. There is no there there once again, as always. And so the United States government is in such a disarray, such shambles that they can be tricked into allowing these fake documents into the record in uh, the case against Donald Trump. Now, the guy who put these documents in, who filed as an intervener, I guess that he was uh, pretending to be somebody in government. Uh, Hold on, I'm looking for this article because I had pulled it up and I can't find it now. Let me see. There we go, here we go. Clown show, DOJ forced to remove phony filing in Trump Mar-a-Lago case. The guy's in prison. I don't know how he was able to submit it from prison without anybody figuring it out. Um, But the documents alleged that President Trump had acquired millions of unredacted classified tax returns and other sensitive financial data, along with bank records and the accounts of banking and tax transactions of several million Americans and federal government agencies. Now, if that wasn't enough to tip them off that this was a fake, uh, it also had a fake warrant ordering CNN to preserve leaked tax records. Uh, I think it was probably the introduction of CNN and a warrant that tipped the DOJ and the FBI off to this. But this is not the first time this guy has done this. Uh, He has uh, apparently pretended to be people in the FBI and people in the Department of Justice, Department of Treasury. Um, Yeah, and uh, I, I guess he must be a really good forger at the end of the day. Dude, they're not doing any investigative journalism. They're 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 basically just allowing anybody to send anything that into them, and then they can put that on into the record. That is insane. That's so fantastical. But again, like they have no credibility. This shows that even furthermore. Like you can't trust anything when it comes to the Justice Department, the DOJ, the Epic. You can't trust any of that. Case in point, right here. I can't even believe that that is a real story. Did anyone even follow that? Like, can you even believe that that's the world that we are living in, that somebody from prison can bring something up, put it into the record, and then it goes against Donald J. Trump, a president? How is that even real? We're yeah. a laughing stock, bro. That's yeah. a laughing stock. It's true. It's true. Uh, Sadie over on Getter says, I heard Trump will be arrested on the 24th. Is this true? I'm going to say that that is a uh, a baseless claim made by somebody who likely doesn't have any real information. Don't um, manifest that. Yeah, yeah. Certainly Oops. that's not something we want to happen. Um, but if that truly was going to happen and that leaked out, well, then I would imagine that President Trump would have his legal team in front of the cameras and you know be, be ready to defend himself uh, or say something about it. Um, I think that that's probably not true. And if somebody is saying that, I would be very surprised if on the 24th, President Trump was was uh, was arrested. You know, date bagging, folks. Yeah, there's so many people out there who will, you know, tell you that something's going to happen on Sunday. And, you know, by and large, none of it is is ever true. Uh, But that's the kind of thing that I can't imagine would actually get leaked out uh, and for for people to be able to see. Um, So. Thomas, uh, did you happen to uh, to see the coverage? I had two more things in regards to Martha's Vineyard I, fought, I forgot to bring up. Um, the first one is in regards to the drugs that we were talking about being brought into uh, America because a large seizure of fentanyl was just made down here in super-based Florida. 1.5 million adults worth of fentanyl. So the some fentanyl that could kill 1.5 million people. 
was seized. Jeez. And uh, take a look at this. It is staggering right there. That small amount of fentanyl right there. I mean, that fits right on your desk in front of you. That's really no bigger than a keyboard. And that would be enough to kill one and a half million people. Uh, this is what Jesus. China is shipping in, and this is what the illegals are bringing across the border. This is what the Democrats want. Remember, who are the Democrats aligned with, Thomas? They're aligned with the intelligence agencies, right? Okay. Yes. It was it was uh, uh, the CIA uh, who were running heroin in Vietnam. Okay, they were running their black op operations through the sale uh, and trafficking of illegal heroin. That was allowed to come back into the United States, started the heroin epidemic. And then in the 80s, they were trafficking in Colombian and South American cocaine, bringing that into America. They started the crack epidemic. And now, you know, who is it? China is making the fentanyl. The illegals are bringing it across the border. But I would be remiss to say if I didn't believe that the CIA probably had a hand in bringing all of this deadly fentanyl here as well. We know that the cartels yeah. work with intelligence. We know that the Democrats work with the cartels and intelligence. So this obviously uh, is a very likely uh, correlation here between these three things. Uh, and the Democrats want Americans to be zombified. And we know that they want to kill as many people as possible. They want to erase them straight from the board because they think that Overpopulation is a uh, massive issue, and the fewer people that we have on planet Earth, the easier it will be uh, to uh, to maintain the Earth. But you know, I think there's a lot of other things we can do. You know, that goes without saying. But man, just look at that: 1.5 million adults could die from this much heroin sitting on a table. Think about that. They dump that into the water supplies. That <laughs> that you know would kill I mean? everything. I mean, correct? Anything that drank out of there would be dead. Animals. People, uh, you know, I mean, just imagine, you know, and Maybe I mean, you ha- I, no, 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 go ahead. I'm just, I'm just, you know, kind of exclaiming at, you know, how, how incredible that would be. I mean, just the worst thing you can possibly imagine. Well, think about like back in the day, like in the nineties, early two thousands, where we, I, I believe that's what it was. Guys, correct me if I'm wrong, but we had American soldiers guarding the Afghani poppy fields that were creating heroin oh, as yes. well. I mean, we were doing that. And that was with the three-letter agencies and with our military. Mm-hmm. Um, these 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 agencies got to go down, folks. They got to. We don't need them. We don't need them. They, yeah, we we need to we need to gut those agencies. Get rid of them. Uh, yeah. I, it, it's high time that we took the criminal cartels out of government and we returned the power to the people of the United States. All right, you guys, yes, uh, we're going to go through the thank yous over here on uh, on Buy Me a Coffee and on Foxhole. I need to say thank you to Lou Ann V. She said, here's a cup of coffee. Uh, and then also to Stefania says, thank you for keeping it real. Appreciate that. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, over here on the Foxhole, Nikki the Greek dropped a cookie. Rooster Cogburn, the man is live. Good to see you out there, homie. Starface 15, good morning, Zach, and good morning to you, my friend. Patriot Bird, much love, RP and Thomas. Reasonable TV, Craig, I don't know if you're still out there, buddy, but so good to see you. I've been thinking about you a lot lately. Uh, He says, nice shirt, Zach. Hi, everyone, much love. Man, I'm probably going to call you after the show. Good to see you. Ohio Kimmy, thank you for the cookie. Neo, good to see you, Neo. I like what Jason Burmis, loose change producer, calls the elites. He calls them the predator class. I like that, too. I definitely like that. 
Uh, Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. Rise the Tire, good to see you, my friend. And congratulations to Rise the Tire and Max for getting married over this past weekend. Uh, Much love, friends. Rise is working and lurking once again. Honeymoon is in November. Excellent. I hope you guys have a great time. Uh, I see clearly. Thank you for the cookie. Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. J2 Dank, thank you for the cookie. Uh, Sean Anon says, all right, bro, I'm just going to say it. I am a lesbian. Phew, what a load off my shoulders. Yes, I think we all can uh, relate to that. Thomas and I certainly can. All right, you guys, do me a favor. We are almost at 3,000 people watching live over on Rumble right now. And as far as I can tell, we only have 294 Rumbles. I really wish that you would do me a favor, click that plus sign, do the Rumble over on uh, over on Rumble because uh, it is uh, absolutely free, costs nothing, and it tells other people that this is a good show. Uh, you guys, I, will, uh, I see people out there saying they miss Craig. I miss Craig, too. I'm going to do what I can to get uh, Craig back on the show. He is a hardworking man. He's got two jobs taking care of his family he's running a homestead so i know he is busy as heck and of course you know he's got his own program as well so thomas what do you got coming up this this week and today oh yeah guys today 4 p.m true reporting live 4 p.m like i said uh that's going to be with my co-host brett collins and then tomorrow at 4 p.m we have Miss Carly Q coming on with the midweek ride. I'll also be covering the rally. And on Sundays, our new show with Absolute Truth 1776, the Nothing Can Stop What Is Coming podcast comes on at 7 p.m. Get stoked on that. It's our third episode. Uh, thank you, Zach, for having me on. Guys, again, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Follow me. We'll be out there. Let's go. Be there or be square. Yes, and yep. uh, I was actually supposed to have Absolute 1776 on the show on Saturday, but because I had uh, to go to Ohio to go to the uh, uh, the rally, I was unable to have him on. So he's going to be coming on the show here very soon as well. And a uh, great show you guys Oof. are doing there. Uh, he is an Thanks, incredible man. video editor and uh, does some really powerful stuff. So you guys are a great match. Uh, all right, you guys, let me pass out the gold pills over here on uh on foxhole and don't forget to check out the red pill 78 uh rise attire collection over there at uh, riseattireusa.com uh and if you didn't get a chance to uh to see jr's <laughs> speech over the weekend i edited down the uh rally from the other night and i uh i i uploaded that a podcast version and then i put that over on rumble and uh in odyssey and BitChute as well uh so here we go uh oh gosh you know what it's it's not here. It's not here. Hold on. The new foxhole has still got some things that are being ironed out. Uh, okay, I found it. The scratch-in has been released. All right, you guys, thanks again for being here. Janice and Pam, thank you for those cookies. I appreciate it. L.A. Martinez says thank you, guys. And uh, Judy the Ladypug also dropped a cookie. If I missed anybody, you know, it's not for lack of trying. Good luck, everyone, and God bless. I will see you tonight.